This is Harrison, one of the hosts of the show, coming in at the beginning here. You're listening to the first ever episode of the Tabletop Twats, right? This episode is of significantly lower quality than um, the rest of them. It improves over time. So this one, the audio quality kind of sucks. The editing's not as good as all the uh, as the rest of them. It gets better later on. But as you can hear now, my microphone sounds all right. But uh, yeah, when it gets into it, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad stuff. It's, it's, it's not very good. So later on, you know, we tighten it up. It's better produced. The the uh, the sound quality is better. Starting from about I can't even remember. Maybe episode seven. That's not to say that the humor gets any funnier. Oh no, oh no, that stays pretty low. But um, anyway, yeah, that's just a warning. L- now you can listen to the pilot if you want. Bye. Hello. Hello, Nick. Hello, Harrison. <laughs> okay, so this is a new podcast that we're doing uh, on the internet. Is that correct? I believe so, yeah. And it's in its... Uh, this is about... Day. It's basically a podcast about uh, tables and different types of table, materials of table... No, this is terrible. This isn't even funny. Sorry, man. Coming at you live from the left armpit of an ogre, it's me, Nick Lamley Lambslice. And me, Harrison Hunt, aka Sarah Butler. This is Tabletop Twats, and I'm here with Nick, who is a twat. Obviously. And I'm here with Harrison, who's also a massive twat. Lovely. This is all about tabletop RPGs. We've got loads of different items coming up. We've got what we've been slaying, the main subject of the podcast, which is this time... What is it, Nick? Fuck's sake. Shit, that's really... Turn your phone off. Didn't even think about that. (laughs) Great start. We've got the main subject, which this week, this podcast is how to get it started with role playing, man. How to remember the name of the main fucking bit of the podcast. How to get into role playing. Yes, and then we've got some challenges. Then we've got RPG stories, and we're going to finish off with some listener questions. So, without further ado, let's begin. Let's begin. Yeah, this segment is about what we've been playing recently. It's yeah. not a very clever name. No, it's, it's work in progress. I like it. Does the job. Yeah. What are you slaying? So, yeah, no, what? So, yeah, what? Uh, so, well, no, you need to ask me. Well, you've been slaying. That was so natural. I'll tell you what I've been slaying. Um, so, at the moment, I'm currently running a Savage World zombie apocalypse campaign. Um, it's my first one, and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, the guys have managed, the twats, should I say, have managed to get out of the... Yeah, they started off on a camping trip and then, yeah, turned it upside down and next thing I know they was in a containment ta- ta- uh, camp and they bust out of there and... And now zombies. And now zombies everywhere and they've just managed to get into the town. So it's pretty, yeah. It's pretty decent, but... Pretty good. Platform, and plus, I get a plus one on my javelin. There is a problem, though. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, the characters are always absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, we've got to talk about Ernest. Look, well, the thing about, uh, yeah, we've got to talk look, about Ernest. There's nothing wrong with Ernest. That's the, that's the thing. Look, look, he's not about. a paedophile. He's not a paedophile at all. But he is a Cub Scout leader that's routinely mistaken for a paedophile. Because of the way he talks and his upbringing. Because I think he still lives with his mum, if I yeah, remember rightly. Right. He's a bit of a weird one. He's, bless him, though. Um, uh, yeah, and he's. Uh, 
And we've also got, um, so Ryan is Ernest, and we've also got Sean, which is Harrison's brother, who's playing a... Child. So... So we've got a good dynamic going on there. Exactly. Um, but he's not a paedophile. He's not a paedophile. At all. That's So don't, why, why, why are you saying paedophile? I didn't say paedophile. You started it. Main. Subject. Main. Subject. <coughs> Sorry. So this is the main subject, and this week the main subject is Nick. Well, we've got to start off at the beginning, haven't we? How to get started with role-playing games. So first off, we need to explain to all the people that don't know what is an RPG on, and how do you play one. Exactly. An RPG is basically a system where players can make their own characters with their own stats mm-hmm. and play a game. Uh, and, and play through a story which is orchestrated by a dungeon master or game master. And they can do anything they want in this story and mm-hmm. affect things in numerous ways. Yeah. And that's basically it. And the actual mechanics of playing it. So the mechanics of the game is dice-based. And the DM will tell you, will say something like, um, okay, you... Uh, Let's do an example. Easiest way to do it. Yeah, so the DM will be like, okay, you come to a fiery chasm... Um, what do you want to do? And I say, right, so um, Punchy much Punch Face wants to, uh, he's going to just, he thinks, yeah, fuck it, I can do this. And he's going to run over and he's going to try and jump in. So then Nick's told a part of the story. So what I would say is now roll for your athletic skill or something like that. And then he rolls and then that role determines whether or not he's successful. And you basically play through a story like that. So there'd be an amount, uh, so there'd be, a, there'd be a number that the GM or DM knows that is a success, and if the player rolls to that, then well, it happens, depending on the game specific, but generally that's what it is, and yeah. if it's below it, it's a failure. And, that's, and he doesn't do it, and he falls down the hole. And all the, yeah, he doesn't do it, he falls down the hole, or you do it, and you continue with the mission. Yes. It's nice and simple. It's actually a lot less complicated than a lot of people think, mm-hmm. basically. My name's Alan Rickman, and I'm Jen. No, wait. My name's also Alan Rickman. No, I'm I'm Alan. No, I'm I'm the real Alan Rickman. No, wait, I'm Alan Rickman. (laughs) But I'm not. No, wait. No, no, I'm Alan Rickman. No, shush. I'm tabletop twats. But but let's say, for instance, you want to play one of these games, right? You either want to create a world or you want to be part of it. If you listen to this podcast, you think, do you know what? That sounds good. twats. Might not. Maybe they're not such. Maybe they're not such massive twats after all. Maybe they're good guys. If they're bumming RPGs. And also, they sound handsome. If you're thinking that, it's true. You just think, do you know what? Why not? Yeah. What you need to do is you need to find a group to play with. Now, a lot of people um, will go online, find a group there, or you can. You can play online. That's a whole other world in itself and we'll talk yeah. about another time but yeah but you can you just need to find like-minded individuals yes now a lot of people want to get their friends to play and maybe your friends are reluctant but the fact of the matter is is that the reason I think a lot of people are reluctant is because they think it's all fantasy dressing up as knights and that kind of thing and shyness right gotta be and sure. shyness too yeah. yeah so a lot of people don't want to do it for that reason but the thing I think is that you need to find a system that your mates will like so yeah. you know when I met you and there's so much out there yeah when I met you guys, I yeah. did a Call of Cthulhu campaign, which is like a 1920s paranormal investigation type Horror. thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. That I knew you'd be into that. Yeah, absolutely right. It's it's horror. It's scary. There's you know there's there's um, there's comedy, obviously, but at the same time, there's generally some some messed up stuff going on, and it's great. And the whole game revolves around rolling sanity to see if you can actually 
keep your mind in one piece going through all this, which exactly. is, is fantastic. And so it's such a great, great idea that I knew the guys would be into it. Yeah. And, and I didn't want to scare them off by having this, you know, mazes and monsters type game. Yeah. I, and as a result, that's the one that I picked. And now we play. I mean, we didn't the, touch fantasy until the third, the third game change, I think. Third campaign, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean. Um, so it's not fantasy, it's not all about fantasy at all. I'm an orc chieftain. No, fuck, that's awful. No, that's racist. So you found a group of people, right, and they're like, yeah, I want to play. Yeah, I want to do that, right? I'll give it a go. Yeah. Sounds like bollocks, but I'll try it. Every person, be it the DM or the players, will need to buy a set of dice. Yes. Nick? Oh, yes. You dice. One of, the be- one of the best parts of RPG, in my opinion. Um, I Well, yeah, I think I've developed a bit of an issue with buying dice. Luckily, <laughs> they're very inexpensive. You used to go, come home from work, have a few, a few tins few. of weak lager. Get on the old uh, diceshop.com. Into computer. And uh, before you know it, I've bought three sets of dice. But, I mean, it came to about 15 quid tops. Um, and they're lovely they the, are the thing is you don't need to do that you don't need to go mad you just need one set of dice yeah. which contains the following a four sided six sided eight sided ten sided and twelve sided dice which explain what these mean to be fair oh yeah when you refer to a lot. when you refer to a dice uh, and the amount of sides instead of saying I roll a twelve sided dice you say I'm rolling a, D6, a D12 right but yeah it's um, you know where would you find them what would you type so in first so if you go into Amazon just type in RPG dice and you'll get a set of them you can pick one uh, set up for about a five I mean, um, less than that, really. You can share them, of course, but um, don't bother. Yeah, no. just buy just buy your own set of dice. Would you say if you're going to? We're sorry to interrupt. Would you say if you're going to be DMing, maybe buy two sets? Maybe. maybe. But it's not. It's not entirely necessary. Tabletop twins. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. Yeah, so if you're the if you're the guy who's gathering the group up, you're probably going to have to be the DM. Yeah. Because other players, uh, typically the other players want an easy time of it, and they I mean, don't want to. If you're trying to sell it in the first place, you're not then going to turn around and go, oh, and by the way, you've then got to run it. it it's yeah. a bit much, isn't it? You've exactly. Just, you've got to, if you've got to if you've got to get someone involved, and and to be fair, it's going to be. I mean, you know, some you, people might not be up for it. Exactly. But you put them as a player. Let yeah, them just exactly. experience it first. Because yeah. then they get to enjoy the simple fun of creating a character and playing the game exactly. whilst you get into the rules. Because you want to really get into it and you're the one that started it. So. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm understanding for the game. So so you're probably going to have to be the DM. So what does that mean? Or GM. Yeah, or GM. So it, that means that what you're going to have to do is read through the rule book, right? And it will seem daunting, but you can have a lot of fun. Skim reading. over it. Yeah, I mean, there'd be a, there'd be a games master section. Yeah, just put a bit. Uh, just uh, the things you need to read first of all are going to be how to create a character, so you can help the guys create a character, and yeah. then how to use skills and how to fight. That's pretty much the basics you need to know. And you, if you want, you can start on that and just add the other rules in later. Absolutely. But a lot of these games. Uh, so a lot of these games, and like I said, you know, it doesn't matter what system you want to get in. I mean, people that have never listened to this before will probably be like, oh, well, where shall, I, where shall I start? So the game I'm running and GMing for the first time is Savage Worlds, which is a very easy system. It's the tagline's Fast, Furious, and Fun. And you can go onto the website, which is, uh, we'll post it at the bottom. Uh, yeah, we'll post it in the comments. Pinnacle. Yeah, pig. Uh, I'll, I'll post pig, it. Pig. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll double check it I've got it it's so amateur don't go to pig dying no this is so amateur I should have written this down but we but anyway you can get free uh, what, what would you call it light boiled down to the yeah, bone pretty much every, just to get you by really isn't it just to get a gang going exactly and pretty much every system out there will have a light version of the rules that's like five pages long on their website PDF with, 
with some um, you know pre-made characters, and you yeah. can just start straight away with that. And take actually, them straight out, give them to the players. They don't even have to, you know, if they're a bit like, oh, I don't know what kind of character I want to be, or backstory, or things like that, don't worry about it. Just a lot of these they come with, um, what are they called? Archetypes. Yeah, exactly. And they come straight out of the game and start, okay, you're going to be the uh, the muscle man, and, you know, you might be the nurse, and they've got their stats already done. It's weird that you picked a muscle man and a nurse there. Oh, there you go, yeah, two extremes, really, isn't it? I suppose. <laughs> two delicious extremes. <laughs> So yeah, and, and and yeah, just get the light rules, read them, and play a few games like that. Have a go. My name's also Alan Rickman. No, I'm I'm Alan. No, I'm the real Alan. No, wait, I'm Alan Rickman. To yeah. summarise, you know, uh, what you got to do is find like-minded individuals, or find a game that the, your friends will like. Yeah. Then buy dice. Then be prepared to be the dungeon master for the first campaign. Absolutely. I guarantee you, people are going to want to do it after they've seen how great your story is. Yeah. They'll have a story they want to tell, and they'll take over. So you will be able to be a player eventually. So don't worry about that. Yeah, I mean, with us personally, with the twats, we, um, you know, I wouldn't even have, when I first played and was a player, I wouldn't have dreamed of being a, um, a DM first of all or a GM. Um, but now you have. Now I'm actually running my own and game. Yeah. Another guy from the group has. Your and brother's I done have. one. Yeah. And yeah. Harrison's done it. So it's uh, and obviously now we're on a rotation because everyone's got so into it. They think, yeah, I can do a game. I can do a campaign, and it, you can. Anybody can. It's great. Exactly. But if you don't want to draw all your own maps, come up with your own story. There's another way to do it. Yes. What is that way, Nick? By doing it. Say the way. What do what the thing? What's the way? What say the way? On can off, you not remember the way? The what way? You've forgotten the way, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Never forget the way. Um, pre-made modules. Yes. So the way is pre-made modules, which is um, yeah. So like what I'm doing at the moment, because as a player who has quite a lot of experience, nearly two years now, um, I get you know you get a grasp of what RPG it is. So I'm, I'm confident enough to be able to write my own story um, it might be a bit shit I don't know but no, it's alright it's, it's serviceable so, yeah, that's the job it's, it's, it's got know, zombies it's all right. got a couple of zombies in it. biters in this campaign um, but you know um, so, but I, was, I thought I'd give it a go but if, even if you're thinking right well I've got to be the GM but what the fuck do I write I don't know what to write how can I write a, a game and a story that people are going to enjoy and, and get involved in and, and that all you need to do is go to the people that make these and just get a pre pre written module. It often so it, it often if you have um, a game like Savage Worlds or Call of Cthulhu, <laughs> you can go on their website. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be nice for anyone listening. So enjoy that. So you can go onto the website of the games and they'll have pre made adventures that you can play that you that come with maps and the whole story lined out will even say if the players do this do this and it will tell you what to do makes it much much simpler you can find a lot of free ones online that people have made what do we call it what what do we call stuff that we make that the, that the fans of the interweb make but they're not our fans no not our fans just fans of RPGs I mean do we have a name for it no not me not with us Div homebrews Home, for fuck's sake, man. But you said, what we called it? I thought that we... Oh, no, we're t- I'm talking about a collective group of RPGs okay, in um, the world. So, homebrews. We so, RPGers. Because if we're going to use slang, we need to explain to everybody what they mean. Yes. So, home, called, that's called a homebrew. A homebrew campaign. And some of them, written, they've written it themselves. Yeah, they've written it themselves. And some of them are of really, really high quality. You and great. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> well, the first um, module that I ever used that I got from the internet was about an owl bear nest. Oh wow! It was as awesome as it sounds. <laughs> Next segment. Next bit. <laughs> so this this Keep this. It simple. 
this part of the podcast is called Next Bit. And yeah. what it is, is we're now going to do games and challenges. So I've got a challenge for Nick. Um, oh, it's called Dragon or Blagging. <laughs> and basically, what I've got here is a advanced D&D original rulebook from... Okay, it doesn't say, but I think the 80s. Wow. And it looks old, I've got to say. It's, uh, it's lovely, but it, what it's I'm gonna very do old looking book. Is I've made up a bunch of shit about it, and I've got some questions for you, and you have to figure out, did this actually come from this original book, or did I make it up? It's right? just come out your ass. Exactly. Okay. So, question one. Okay, so in, in Advanced D&D, each level um, of a character, when you level up, is, has a different name. So it goes like Novice, Beginner, Advanced, and they vary depending on which class you play. So the first question is, what is the name of a top-level monk in Advanced D&D? Okay. Okay, is it one, Master of Chi, two, Grandmaster of Punchery, three, Grandmaster Flash, four, Grandmaster of Flowers... As much as I want it to be Grandmaster Flash, because that'd be absolutely fantastic, I think it's going to be Grandmaster Chi. You're actually wrong. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> no way. The original name for a uh, top-level monk in fuck Advanced off, D&D really? was Grandmaster of Flowers. No, fuck off. I thought that was, <laughs> I thought that was the stupidest th- one out of all of them. Yeah, I was thinking that you... I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird, Grandmaster of Flowers. So don't mess with him. He's the Grandmaster of... He's, he's, exactly. He's the so he's garden. The top level in AD&D is 20, right? Right. So that means a level 4 is a relatively low level, right? And yeah. you have spellcasters in D&D. So those, the spells at level 4 shouldn't be that powerful. Right. But my question is this. Clerics in D&D have a level 4 spell that makes an entire hallucinatory forest. And everyone that interacts with it, it is, for all intents and purposes, a real forest. Is right. this true or false? And that's a 4th level spell. Mind forest at level 4, right? An entire, yeah. <sighs> A level four? Nah, no way. Uh, you're wrong again, man. Oh, for fuck's sake, you tell I'm a Because at level four, you can just create a, a whole forest that people can what, interact that with. It's literally like. real. And Jeez. It's fucked up. It's it's bollocks. The, the funny thing is, is that, yeah, because back in the day, advanced D&D wasn't balanced at all. Yeah, I'm kidding. So, fucking hell. What next gives up, you at level 12? I don't know, man. Oh, Creating an entire <laughs> hallucinatory... New game itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you, you cast the spell and it's like, okay, we're now playing Monopoly. Yeah, you're like, what? The fuck? And then Monopoly comes out and it's just like, yeah, if you look in the rules, you can actually do that. You can actually see it says Monopoly. And then right the whole there. game has to stop for the rest of the night. Yeah, fuck that. Oh, dear. No, fuck that. I'm not playing Monopoly. Yeah, I'm not going near or D&D. You got, you got angry about that for a minute. Maybe you have to try and sell me D&D because it's one of the games I haven't played yet and it's meant to be the one... You know, it'll be funny. It's, it's, the, it's the typical one. It's the stigmatised one. Everyone it's, thinks, you know, role-playing, oh, Dungeons and Dragons. I mean, I even called it D&D even though we've never played D&D. Yeah, exactly. I'm going play D&D tonight or is D&D on tonight we, uh, we I've never played it it sounds like shit well Pathfinder's <laughs> better for fantasy Pathfinder, anyway yeah. but okay so next question is uh, one of these character names is a name I actually used for a character once in my early days here we go which one is the real one okay Okay. is it A Blake Negard B Punchface Jones C Dr. Chudwumper or 4 Fuckenstein's Monster can I have them? Can I have B again? Punchface Jones. And C? Dr. Chudwumper. I'm going B. Punchface Jones. 
Correct. Yes. Come on. <laughs> One. Yeah, that was a that was um, an orc barbarian called Punchface Jones. Yeah. That's what I was like, Smashface. That's what I said. Yeah, oh, you actually said, said that earlier. Right? I was like, it was so uh, close. I like it. Yeah, that's weird. It's very very close. But yeah, and um, so probably that, that's because that's what I would have called one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, back in the early days. <laughs> yeah, you would have been like. Uh, smash, my character's called. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making a wizard. He's called Devon. Oh dear. Okay, last question. This is it true or false? In the okay. in the original um, in the original white box version right. of D and D before advanced D and D, um, there were so many arguments about the um, about how to split treasure that they included a section in the player's handbook of the next edition um, detailing how to split treasure. I definitely think that's true. You're right. Yeah, definitely, because loot rage. I've got it. People get so peeved about that, it's unreal. The saddest thing of it all is that people get pissed off about, like, shit that don't exist. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know, man, like, but you've been there. But yeah, you, you've been there. Don't get me wrong, as a player, though, I mean, you've, you've you know, had times where your character's died or been hurt in some way, and you genuinely, it's ruined oh, your day. Oh, mate, we, I mean. So you're saying the people get annoyed about things that don't exist. You do it. True. True, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's true, actually. Yeah, I mean, like there are a couple of times I've missed a sesh, and uh, you know, you guys just wound me up and said that Roland had died, and I was just <laughs> generally like, I'm, I'm if yeah, we messaged so angry. We messaged Nick from uh, on WhatsApp. We have a WhatsApp group for our D and D group, and. Uh, we messaged him on there and told him that his character died while he was away, and he got genuinely annoyed to the point where he couldn't type the word "what" yeah. and spell it right. So yes. it came up as "wust." <laughs> oh, yeah. Nick, your character's died. Wust. The only time in life you could do what the hell you want. So yeah, so in, in games like Pathfinder and and oh, well, just any role role playing games really, your uh, your characters are. A hero, you know, tough, tougher than most people. You're, you know, you're here, and the story's about you, so they can take a hell of a lot of damage um, and still get up. But how much damage can you actually take? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm just gonna give you a punch in the face and see. Well, so I have to take a punch in the face. Yes, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> to see if your toughness has the thing is out. All right, ready? Yeah, go. All right, okay. Bow. <laughs> Gather around now for the Fireside Tale. So what's Fireside Tales all about? It is. We're gonna tell stories from our we're gonna tell stories from our RPG experiences. Okay, so my story is um, so I suppose we better tell the system and stuff first. Well I would say describe setting okay. and the character. Picture this if you will. Um, we're, the party is uh, on an adventure. Uh, for something, and we come across a small, <laughs> small little um, house out in the middle of the forest, if I'm right, or in the woods. Um, and there's, um, you know, some uh, log, bur- log fire burning, and some smoke coming out the chimney and whatnot. We walk over to the thing, and everything's quite nice and calm, and, you know, and everything. And uh, so one of the one of the one of, one of the twats, uh, the character was uh, Rex the Axe Baxter. Um, absolute meathead, amazing character. This was in a uh, fantasy campaign as well, and he was basically a wrestler. Yeah, your like brother, a your brother's character, yeah. amazing. Rex the Axe Baxter. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, here's another little tip. So he was, he, so he just wants to not. We, I think he was pretty beaten up and quite hungry, um, and, in, and in need of shelter. And uh, that's me opening the beer by the way. Um, and gets the uh, the memory juices flowing, and uh, <laughs> the. Um, 
the yeah, so he just wanted to knock on the door, didn't he? And, and, and hopefully we could get in there. So anyway, so he has to roll strength to um, to, to uh, see how hard he would knock on the door. So he rolled his dice, and because he has such a large, a high strength anyway, with him being a martial artist and a fighter and whatnot, he uh, pretty much <laughs> put his hand straight through the door and just smashed a clean hole straight through it. Um, and then um, the, obviously the people inside the house were so scared by it that they hid and wouldn't open the door. So another character, um, another twat, Ryan, whose character was the amazing Colin. Uh, what was that? I can't remember his surname, did it? Yeah, I don't know. Well, just Big Colin. Big Colin, yeah. Big Colin of Gnome. Um, he f- thought it'd be a good idea to fire a uh, fire an arrow into the hull um, to make himself aware, uh, make himself known. Um, and actually shot one of the guys inside. I think it was a cobalt, yeah. if I remember rightly. Shot him clean in the shoulder, so that's one way to um, say hello to people when you're turning up. Then they broke the door down and entered, and um, were told to get out pretty much, not before the gnome decided to rub his face in the uh, potato dolphin whilst that they'd been cooking that night. Um, yeah, that went down well. So. That was classic. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> my, so my story's a little bit different. It's about playing RPGs at work and basically what I did um, what I did back in the day when I was working at a tech support job is that we all had these like shared whiteboards it was like Microsoft Paint and you yeah exactly (laughs) and it it was like Microsoft Paint and you could go on there and draw on it and all the other people would see so I got the rules for the Fallout RPG so you just pick it up yeah nice and easy it's for free yeah whole PDF book it's awesome but we were playing that at work and I made like a sort of simplified version of the rules um, uh, you know because they'd never played before and it was two two, and, and I played with two guys at work using this whiteboard system with our character sheet on it and it was uh, Dave and Ryan and basically we were all typing on the on the chat on this little whiteboard thing and playing a D&D game and they all had dice on their tables and stuff it was awesome <laughs> and it was based in the Fallout universe and what happened was there was a character in the game that was based on one of our colleagues he was and this colleague was called Dana and he was like a New York American guy like about about as typical as you could possibly get the the actual New York stereotype exactly talking brilliant working in Croydon exactly yeah and and they were cruising around with this this uh, with Dana in the game and he um, was helping them with some stuff but uh, Ryan's character and the Dana character that I'd made had a disagreement and Ryan was going to shoot him with this giant gun and the gun would wipe out not only Dana but also the other player oh, wow. and he forced the other character to kill him or he, he would kill Dave. He, oh, said, wow. he said, right, now you're going to have to kill Dana or I'm going to fire the gun. He and, and, that guy. Exactly. And he said, oh, you're both going to die. So Dave had to do it or he was going to die so he stabbed the Dana character and well, Dave uh, yeah and then everyone got and, and then Ryan you bastard and then Dave got really really depressed because he really liked that character <laughs> oh, and no. then he I, st- I, 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 can, I can sympathize with that I know what it's like to lose a character exactly really like. and he he was he was having a go at Ryan constantly and he was like oh Ryan I can't believe you made me kill Dana in real I, life yeah in, in real life <laughs> they started talking about it and oh, Dana was yeah. behind us in an office and they were talking about him, like, I can't believe you killed him and they were having this heated argument and I could see Ryan was fucking his face was like going redder and redder and he was getting angry and then suddenly he stands up and shouts in the office so Dana could hear it why is everyone having a fucking go at me because I killed Dana I didn't fucking kill Dana you killed him and he went I'm going for a fag and he just stormed out of the office and you don't work there anymore no, you. it's funny that isn't it yeah weird but we managed though over a course of uh, a couple of weeks to play that game for at least eight hours a day at work wow. it was fucking amazing in the future 
you will be able to send a letter from anywhere on the planet. This is the future. This is the Electro Letter. Now this part of the show is where we um, answer questions from our listeners. Although we don't have any yet. We don't have any yet, but thank you. Oh yeah, so thank you for everybody that's bothered to uh, to like. We got thirty stupidness. Um, we're up to. Oh, let's have a quick I think one. I just want to say to anyone that has liked the page, uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, come on. <laughs> come on, mate. Get, get a life, nerd. <laughs> nerd that. Uh, it's we got thirty-eight likes now, man. So yeah, no, honestly, thank you very much, everybody. It's good. So um, the first question comes from. Craig Isted uh, first question I think he's a bit of a fanboy to be fair um, he's come Other straight podcast in podcast that doesn't exist yet yeah, well yeah but yeah. <laughs> bless him he loves it um, he said he, his question was um, how do your wives and girlfriends feel about your second lives and do they ever um, do they ever ask you to role play your characters in the bedroom thing is right well, okay, so when he says blah, 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 when he says second life, he's referring to our role-playing games, obviously. Characters, I suppose. Thing is, right, is that for in all seriousness, yeah. I think both of our wives are pretty cool with it. Yeah, but I've uh, they're just they're just happy that basically that we're out of the house once a week. Yeah, and that we're doing something sort of productive, I guess. Yeah, and shuts us up a bit. But I have known people whose wives are really not happy with it. Yeah. And and uh, I won't say who he is, but I know a guy whose missus literally, whenever whenever they, whenever RPGs are brought up in front of other people, she goes, oh, he's such a fucking dick, and like puts him down for it, man. God, for real. So don't be that. If you're a girlfriend and you're listening, grow up. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it's, I mean, to be honest with you, when I first was, when I first told, was going to tell my wife that, um, you know, when you were first coming out as as an RPG, oh, an RPG, yeah, okay, yeah, right. not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know? It's just like I don't know. Yeah, I was a bit, I was a bit nervous really because I was like, oh, how's she, she going to react? But she was a bit, yeah, she was pretty cool. Ooh, yes. Have you ever had to roll? Have you had to ever? Have, have you? Oh, are, are you do? Yeah. Do you? We've all got a bit, we've all got a bit shy about it. <laughs> have you? Uh, or have you ever role played your character in the bedroom? So when he says in the bedroom, does he mean literally he, while I'm standing in the bedroom? Does he mean up groin? What you mean? Well, you know, or does it just butt mean sex. like yeah, whatever. <laughs> During butt sex. Shush, my mum might really listen to this. Yeah, she and yours. Well. <laughs> yeah, but your mum knows all about it, man. Shut up. She's a sexy lady. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Cut it out. <laughs> no, it's not coming out. But the thing is. What were we saying? No, I haven't. Uh, no. And, you, and you're, you're immature for having suggested it, Craig. Oh, well, Don't again. ever listen again. <laughs> okay, Dave Gaines, David Gainsborough. David Gainsborough, yeah. The game. David Gainsborough. Baby the, Gaines. The big game. Big game money. Big game Dane. Big game Dane, yeah. Um, he says, is it true cannibals don't eat clowns because they taste funny? Now, listen, Dave. Dave, the game. Dane, the game. Um, don't ever send us a message again. Yeah, man. And don't listen. Yeah. No, actually, sorry. That's do, listen. No, do, do listen. No, please listen. Please listen. We need you all to listen. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the guy that owned it had a pet baboon. Uh, next question is from a good mate of mine, Darren Banks. Um, and he's asked, uh, I've got a question. How the fuck does D&D work? I don't understand it. 
Is this the stuff you will be talking about? Yeah, well, yeah. So we are talking about that. Um, But as we described before, D&D is like a a sort of catch-all term for playing RPGs. Yes. So uh, I think we've already talked about how RPGs work at the beginning of the fucking thing. So we don't really need to answer this question. I mean, yeah, I still call it D&D now to the wife. Yeah, exactly. Because it's just I've never actually played D and D. It's just a generic term for role playing, I suppose, because it was the first game. We have played fantasy type games. We've played Pathfinder, but we've never played actual D and D together. I have. I've played Advanced D and D and Fourth Edition D and D, both of which are a bit shit. We do a podcast on that. Yeah, exactly. But the fact of the matter is, is I've never played. uh, I well, with this group, we don't play. Normally. We've left D&D alone, yeah. We've played, uh, so so far today we've played Call of Cthulhu, which is where we started on, and it's a great system. It's really simple, scary, if you like your horror, yeah. it's good. And it's based on H.P. Lovecraft's Call of Cthulhu, so it's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, exactly. So and then perfect. we played Pathfinder, which yeah. is like fantasy, it's beautiful it's D&D type stuff. But it's fun. Um, it's yeah, amazing. like I said, I've never played D&D, it's my first time playing fantasy, and it was a good laugh. We, that's when we called it. It was one of the better campaigns. campaigns. Yeah, it's great. It's a nice, you, you use a really fun dice, which is a D20. And then we play, the <laughs> next one up. we played, the next one we played was GURPS, GURPS which yeah. is made by Steve Jackson. Do you want to say what it means, GURPS stands for? Because everyone's GURPS, what the fuck does that mean? The thing is, well, GURPS is a great system because it stands, it's, it stands for generic universal role-playing system yes which is. i think is a fucking terrible name because yeah. you, <laughs> it's like spoonie said most people see that and they go oh i don't want to play something generic generic what but the the, the strength lies in the fact that you can use it to do any type of game anyone we exactly. ju- we've just wrapped up doing a space opera sci-fi type wow, game yeah and it was fucking awesome. Epic game, yeah. And, and now we're on Savage Worlds doing a zombie campaign. Doing a zombie campaign, bringing it back to real, like, real life, modern day, which is, you can go anywhere. Uh, all right, so next question. Yeah. Well, here's the next question. What? Do we have more questions? No, I think that's it. Oh, hold on. Here we so go. we had three questions. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we just had another question come in. Tim, a good friend of mine, Tim Shaw, um, he's asked, how did this come about? Question mark. Um, I didn't think Nick was the D and D type. So define the D and D type. Well, look, it's easy to say that there isn't a D and D type. Yeah, exactly. But there is. Ah, uh, yeah, all right. You got to be a bit. Cliche, I'm talking cliches now. No, I'm not. I'm just saying. You're think... talking specky glasses, fat bloke that still lives at home with his mum. Listen, man, you shouldn't be so down on yourself. I don't wear glasses at any point. Well, I try. To. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it's well. That's what I mean. Exactly that. No, but the thing is, okay. Look, it can be anyone because Mm. my super hot wife played it in the past and stuff. Uh, But you know, they come in all shapes and forms. But I think you do need to be a little bit nerdy to enjoy something like this. You've just got. (laughs) You've just got to be able to just let go. But the thing is, people obviously then your mate Tim doesn't perceive you as being the nerdy type. So you're a closet closet nerd. Well, there you go. So, well, maybe maybe we can invite Tim to a one shot. But you know, the funny thing is, is that actually, when we first started playing, do you remember what James said to you and Ryan? No, go on. He uh, James is another guy from our group, and he said twat, he yeah. said to Nick and Ryan, the guy from my story earlier, he said to the two of them um, that he expected big big fat nerdlingers, and he was really he was good really surprised. Oh, so he because oh, he hadn't met us before, had he? So he didn't know what we was going to turn up looking like. And yeah. he thought you were going to be massive fat, fat nerd yeah. yeah. So what's the next? What's the next question? Uh, yeah, I think that's it, mate. So we only had four questions. Yeah. So step up, guys. Yeah. Thirty-eight likes. Come on, ask a question. Ask anything. What did you have for dinner today? I'll answer that. <laughs> I'll answer it. I'll answer anything. Dinner's being cooked right now, actually. So we'll find out. Please. 
ask, ask questions next time or um, never listen again. <laughs> One of the two. I've got to stop saying that. No, no do listen. Say that. Do listen. Please. <laughs> Please. We, really, we really need it. Um, so that brings us to the end then. Is that everything? Yeah, you have to forgive us if the first episode shit, but it will get better. Hopefully. Um, or oh, worse. Okay, yeah. I think it will get better or no, worse. No, it's going to be good, man. It might, it might get good. worse. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people will, uh, who, who like the page to have sympathy for me. Yeah, well, um, we're sorry we listened to the first episode, but like, I told you it's a load of bollocks. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's fine. Thanks for the like. Um, and anyone who generally is interested in RPG, yeah. So let's say, for instance, you've listened to this podcast and you think those men sound intelligent, wise... Uh, know what they're talking about. Great guys. Really good, great voices. Good muscles. <laughs> if you could see the muscles in here. Um, yeah, then, and you want to get in touch with us. How do, Nick? How do? Well, you Well, can... Nick's phone number is... Oh, uh, so... No, 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 no. Okay. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving it out. Uh, you, can, you, can, you can contact us on the Facebook group that, that magically... Appeared today, so that is. And I badgered everyone to like. Sorry about that. Cheers, uh, cheers, likers. Thank um, everybody. So that's facebook.com forward slash tabletop t. Tabletop, yes, that's they right. wouldn't allow me to have twats on there. So, like, well, we're on Twitter as well um, today, just at, on that, uh, which is tabletop twats. At okay. tabletop twats. At tabletop twats. Nice. Got it. Um, all one word, obviously. Or uh, you can email us on tabletop twats at, at gmail.com. It is com, isn't it? Yes. Cool. So get in touch. You have any questions? And there's, so a, Google, there's a Google Plus page going up as well. We'll probably put shit on there. It's pretty good for. To be honest, Google Plus is a very, very good place for RPG, and we'll probably do another podcast point. on that because there's a lot Online of there. communities. Yeah, communities are great. Um, and there's, like I said, there's a lot of people out there now, and it's uh, yeah. There's, we'll talk about it again later, but it's great. So well, that's, I think we've talked enough shit for now. Had enough beers. I haven't. We could talk about this forever, but we were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, right, so thanks everyone for listening. Yeah, thank you guys. If you've made it this far, <laughs> then wow. We could say anything we want now. Yeah, no one's listening at No this one's listening part. at this point. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to say a really bad word then. Go on then. No, <laughs> no okay, I'll cut that out. I'm going to cut that out. You can't put that in.